Welcome to episode 37 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. Mom, do you ever feel like you're stuck in the middle? This is a hard place to be when we're stuck in the middle of a problem, conversation, someone else's hard feelings, or even a full-blown argument. Today, I'm going to dive into a few experiences that you might be having, how to understand them, and how to stay neutral. Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together, we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website. The link is provided in the show notes and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insight. Listen, I know all too well what it's like to be stuck in the middle. I found myself stuck in the middle of my kids arguing and my parents feeling hurt or disappointed by my kids. This is part of family dynamics. In fact, we've probably become accustomed to it throughout the years, especially if you have multiple children that have grown up arguing all the time. It seemed so simple back then. Either they were both in trouble and you let them both have it, they got punished, or maybe one of them was the cause of the trouble and you addressed that one child, but you could send them to their rooms and opposite ends of the house if you needed to. You could ground them. Well, you can't do that to your grown kids, can you? You can't yell at both of them or yell at one of them for their behavior or send them to opposite ends of the house when they want to argue. So what ends up happening is we don't know what to do. We just feel stuck in the middle. And this doesn't just happen with our kids. This happens with our parents. It happens with our spouses. We might get stuck between our spouse and our child. We can even feel like we're stuck in the middle with our own siblings. But something shifts when the kids grow up. And now it feels like it's just a no-win situation. It's something that we have no control over. Have you ever thought that their arguments were just a no-win situation for you? And then we have our parents or our siblings that we might get stuck in the middle with. Our parents might express their own feelings about something your kids did or even about your sibling or maybe something that they said or that their feelings are hurt. They might have some sort of expectation that you could do something about it. Again, it's like a no-win situation. What are you going to do? Are you going to go to your kids and you're going to say, you really hurt your grandparents' feelings? 
They're just going to get defensive when it's not coming directly from them. Like this is a no-win situation. I've experienced this myself and I have worked with many moms that have struggled with this along the way with feeling stuck in the middle of a difficult situation. Let me just share some of the techniques that we've worked through for myself and others that keep you out of the middle of someone else's conflict or allows you to remain neutral. So I'm going to build on four different scenarios. We'll start with scenario one. What happens when your child and your or your parent or your sibling or anyone else comes to us complaining about someone that you love and we clearly feel that they were wrong. The first thing to do is to check your emotions because maybe you don't know all the facts. Maybe you do actually want to help or think that you can help. You can ask questions, ask open-ended questions. Ask what happened. Ask what could have been done or said differently. Ask your kids this. Ask your parent. What could you have said differently that would have made this situation a little bit better than what it was? You can also ask them, walk me through the events that led up to this. Because sometimes we hear about the story, but we don't hear about the pre-story that went on. And when it comes to it, be truthful, but validate their emotions. So it's okay for us to say, even if we don't agree with them, hey, I know you're frustrated or you're feeling hurt or you're mad right now, but what I've noticed, and then be truthful. We validate their feelings and their emotions. It's their emotions. Even if we don't agree with it, it doesn't matter that we don't agree that they should be frustrated, we're saying, I know you're frustrated. That's a simple validation of someone's emotions. And then be truthful for what you see in their behavior or their words or their actions with kind words that you would want to hear from someone else if they were talking to you. What happens is conversations, as you know, blow up, right? They get bigger and bigger and bigger. And both parties are usually at fault. So encourage that person to apologize for their part of it, their specific part of it. Not just a global apology, just simply apologize for what you did in the conversation. Take a neutral ground. Be truthful how you feel. Could you have said that a little differently? So let's go into a scenario two where your kids are arguing and you're just tired of both of them trying to get you and suck you in the middle of their conflict. First thing is simply stop the conversation by saying, again, validating their emotions. I know that you're angry and you're hurt right now, but I can't get involved. I love you both. And this is not my battle to choose sides. I certainly have my opinions about them, but at this point, I don't think I should be sharing that with you. I think that your best option 
is to talk to them and try to resolve this issue yourself. Be vulnerable about why you feel stuck in the middle. It's your opportunity to teach them and connect with them. So I can say, listen, I'm sorry, but I can't get involved with this because I love both of you. And I don't feel like I could add any value by getting on any one side. So this is something, and I know this is difficult, but this is something that you're going to need to solve on your own. And I'm here if you want to talk. I'm here if you need to vent, but I can't solve this problem for you. I can't take your side, but I can listen. That's what I'm talking about, being vulnerable. A lot of times, kids experience the same thing on the opposite spectrum of what we experience. Remember when I said that we're used to telling the kids what to do, grounding them, sending them to their room. One of them gets in trouble, both of them get in trouble because that's what parents do when they're raising their kids. They intervene, they stop the argument, they try to pinpoint who said what. On the flip side, you've got your kids who are used to you getting involved. So it's natural for them to come to you and want you to solve the problem. It's natural for them to lean on you when they've got a problem with their siblings. It's natural for them to think that you're actually going to get involved and intervene. We just need to let them know, hey, there's some new rules now. You're an adult and I can't solve these problems for you anymore. Let's talk about scenario number three. If you're lucky enough to have parents, maybe your parents are venting their frustration about your kids or siblings, and their expectation is that you're going to intervene or that you're somehow going to get in the middle and solve this problem for them. This happens when our parents are frustrated with our children, and especially if our kids have pulled away from us. They're also pulling away from their grandparents. And oftentimes what happens is that our parents end up feeling just as bad as we do. Again, it's important to validate your parents' emotions about it. It's important for you to say, listen, I understand more than you know how frustrating this is. That they haven't called or they haven't visited or that they said this, or they did that. Be truthful if you're feeling stuck in the middle. Again, truth is always on our side. Be truthful and say, listen, I don't know that there's anything that I can do about this. There are adults now, and you're going to need to talk to them and tell them how you feel. I understand that you're frustrated, but you coming to me, I have to tell you I'm equally as frustrated with them. Encourage them to openly talk directly to your children. State to them if you need to, listen, I'm just not willing to get involved with this because I have my own problems with them that I'm trying to overcome. I can't be involved in your problems with them. That's hard to do. 
That's really hard to do with our parents sometimes. But it's so necessary because you can't be the person that gets involved with their issues with your kids. They have to be able to express this. And again, everybody's used to, you know, you're the parent, you should deal with this. But that isn't true anymore, is it? Because you have adult children now. They should be treated with the same respect and your parents should go directly to them if they have a problem. And if their feelings are hurt, we can certainly listen to them like we can our kids if we're in the right emotional state. But otherwise, you just need to be honest and say, I am willing to do this, but I'm not willing to do that. Let's talk about scenario number four, the last scenario. Anyone who is venting about another person, another person that you like or that you even love, and you simply do not want to be in the middle of it. You want to remain neutral. You don't want to be involved in the drama. Now just remove yourself from the middle, okay? There's different tactics that we can use, especially with acquaintances. We can just abruptly change the subject. One mom mentioned that. I think it's brilliant. You can excuse yourself. If you're in a conversation with them in person, you say, excuse me, but I need to go. And you can leave the conversation. Now, this might be a little bit more uncomfortable, but you can simply say that I don't feel great about talking about another person when they're not here. And I think you should probably talk to them. Now, I know that that feels super uncomfortable, but if you don't want to end up being that person's sounding board every time they don't like what your friend or your loved one says or does, you have to put a stop to it. I have a very dear friend that is the master of doing this. I have watched her over and over again throughout the years tell people when they were gossiping about someone else She would simply look for evidence that this other person that they were speaking about was a kind or a generous or a good person. And so for everything that a person complained about, she would counter it with something else that was good about them. And I just loved the way that she did it with a kind heart and a kind soul. And she just stopped people from gossiping. She stopped people in their tracks and she did it in a beautiful way. So you can always do that as well. It doesn't hurt to be truthful. We can choose to step outside of that conflict that isn't even ours. We can be neutral and be listening if we choose to listen. The other thing that I want to caution you on is when we are stuck in the middle There can be some collateral damage that's done. And what I mean by this is that sometimes we'll agree with someone who's complaining. And then the next thing they do is they share it with the person that they have a problem with. And then you're the bad guy. You can only imagine what the problems would end up being if one of your kids came to you and was complaining about your other child And you said something like, 
yeah, I would be frustrated too. That was really unnecessary. And then that got back to them later. And then that created a problem between you and that child. Or maybe if you're expressing your frustrations to your parents, and then they take it upon themselves, which I know has happened to some of you, they take it upon themselves to call your child and say, what are you doing to your mother? What are you doing? Why are you acting like this? And again, it doesn't help the situation, does it? No, it doesn't help us to get caught in the middle. If we want to listen to them, of course that's okay. If we can remain neutral, but if we can't remain neutral, sometimes it's just better to let people vent or to step away from the situation. We don't have to say anything about the conflict itself. We can simply say, listen, I know that there are two sides to the story, but I just can't get involved here. This is important to me. I love you both. And I'm not willing to talk about it with you. Or we can say, listen, I'm going to let you vent, but I'm not going to give you any advice. I'm not taking sides. We can say those to people. We can say those to our kids. We can say that to our parents. And I know that you've got the courage to do this. If you're new to my content, this would be a great opportunity for you to visit my website at midlifediscoveries.com because I have a three-part video series that's thriving within a divided family. And it gives you more information on staying out of the middle. And this course, it's totally free and it comes with a workbook where you can actually use these strategies and work through your own specific situation and decide what you're willing to be responsible for and not responsible for. So make sure you check out midlifediscoveries.com. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.